I don't care what it looks like. Y'all can't be given up in the middle of it. I didn't come to preach to you today. I came to talk to you. You cannot afford to be giving up, hiding out, running away, acting like it's non-existent. Deal with whatever you got to deal with and come on, let God do what he needs to do so that you can get where you need to be. God is for us. Amen? Point number three. Oh, let's look at uh, Psalms 37 before I leave from there. Uh, David said what? He said, I, in 35, 37, Psalms 37, 35, he said, I was young, but now I'm old. And I have what? Never seen, nor his what? So know this. You know what? When other people forsake you or forget about you, God has not. God is still there. Look at Hebrews uh, 13. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and he should be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Come worship with us. Enter the nomination of faith, church of the living God. 1279 Picking Road, Leesville, Louisiana, where God is first and people are always. Welcome to the Living Your Destiny broadcast with Dr. John Barton, bringing you the Word of God with simplicity and revelation. Now, let's join Dr. Barton for today's message. How can a pastor, Caleb Aran, teach like he teaches so fluently in Scripture? It's because of the anointing. Someone say the anointing. It's not just the gift, it's the anointing, amen? So I want you to understand that there are different kinds of anointings for different assignments. And tonight, the assignment is breakthrough. But we need an anointing to match the assignment. So if we are believing for breakthrough, we need to understand what's called the breaker anointing. The breaker anointing. And I said it correctly. The breaker. Everyone say the breaker. The breaker breaker anointing. There is something in this verse and through a few scriptures I want to read to you that is called the breaker anointing. This is an anointing that you need in order to break through this year like never before. You need the breaker anointing. Glory be to God. Are you ready for the word? Say amen. Father, I thank you for the word tonight. I thank you, God, that the word will go forth unhindered, uninterrupted by any satanic, demonic, or fleshly force. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that as I yield myself to you, you will speak clearly, succinctly, accurately. I thank you, you will speak fluently. Think through my mind and speak through my vocals. Let it be none of me, but let it be all of you. I give you praise that this word is going to have profound results, supernatural results. And we thank you in advance. It's in Jesus' name. If you're in agreement, say amen. amen. How many of you came expecting something tonight? Because I want you to understand, if you didn't come expecting anything, guess what? You're going to leave with nothing. See, your expectation is the breeding ground for miracles. The atmosphere 
if there's going to be breakthrough, if there are going to be miracles, if God is going to do anything in your year, there has to be an atmosphere that is set. And that atmosphere is called expectation. It's called expectancy. So if you came expecting, God will meet you at the point, not of your need. The scripture doesn't say he'll meet you at the point of your need. It says he'll meet you at the point of your expectation. See, without faith, it's impossible to please God. So if you come to God, you must come not with your need. I done lost my crowd. He said, come with faith. And God will meet you at the point of your faith or your expectation. So I believe that through this conference, we've already been setting the stage, even with our expectation. Glory to God. Even like Romans talks about expectation or hope, amen, in the Greek is, is pistis. It means having an, a, a hope with an outstretched neck. It means you came looking for something. I came looking for God to show up in my life, to show up in this conference. I didn't come to see what you were wearing tonight. I didn't come to see how you had your hair did and you had your makeup did and your fingernails did. I came to experience a supernatural God, and I came to receive something tonight. Glory to God. So the, the atmosphere of expectation or expectancy will breed miracles. It will breed breakthrough. And I want you to understand that the word that's going to go forth tonight is going to begin to activate your faith in such a way that God will set in motion everything that he has ordained for your life this year. The Bible says in Isaiah chapter 43, he says, don't consider the past. Behold, I do a new thing. I do a what? A new. a new thing. So there are two things you need to understand. If you're going to tap into this breaker anointing, you've got to learn how to forget those things which are behind and reach forward unto those things which are before. Praise God. You don't have to come into this year with regret. All you have to do is forget and set yourself in a place where you can receive what God has for you. Now, I don't know about anybody else. You may have come into this year pouting and doubting and talking about what didn't happen last year and this, that, that I missed my miracle, I missed my breakthrough. But the Bible says that this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. If I didn't get it last year, I woke up to a new year. God must be going to do it this year. See, you're not going to put out my expectation, devil, just because something didn't happen on my timetable. I'm in God's timing, and I declare this is the day. Come on, are you with me tonight? So I want you to understand that God is going to set some things in motion. And uh, one of the illustrations, when you, when you read the Old Testament, we have numerous illustrations of spiritual principles that are taught even in the, in the New Testament. But uh, we, we tend to always uh, look at the children of Israel because we learn so much from them in their journey from Egypt to the promised land. And I want to just give you a glimpse of what the breaker anointing is all about. As we look at the children of Israel, whom God used the man by the name of Moses to deliver his people out of Egypt. 
And notice that Moses, God's anointed, began to lead forth the children of Israel, and they, they marched like an army. They marched like a people that were ready to possess the promised land. How many of you know that when God makes promises to us, we've got to march like we're going to possess it? We can't be lagging behind and being slothful. No, we've got to march as if we have already possessed it, and it's just a matter of time before it manifests. So Moses led the procession. He led this marching army, this nation, out of Egypt, but they had a, an obstacle. They had an obstruction, if you will. I want you to understand this. They faced what was called the Red Sea. They had a Red Sea experience. Yes, they were marching out of the nation of Egypt, but they could not come into the next level, which was the wilderness. God was going to use the wilderness to develop them and to detox them because he did not want them to come into promised land with Egyptian thinking. So the next level, some, so many people say, you know, I'm going to the next level. I'm going to the next level. That next level is going to do some shaping in your life. Oh, I done lost my shout. That's all right. That next level is going to do some detoxing in your mind and in your thinking. And, and they could not go to that next level until they got through the Red Sea. And I want you to understand that Moses, when looking at that Red Sea, just visualize if you will, he just began to pray. He said, God, I thought you told me that you were going to deliver your people out of Egypt. How are we going to be delivered out of Egypt if we are blocked by this Red Sea? What are we going to do? And God, in my PJB version, says, shut up. That's PJB. What is that that you have in your hand? Now, Moses had a rod, right? A rod or staff is symbolic to authority. Because a lot of times we're praying about things that God has already given us the authority to decree and declare. Ma, ma, ma. He says, speak the word only. Come on, somebody. He says, decree a thing and it shall be established. God said, Moses, what you doing? Look it up. Don't, don't stop the procession gazing, looking at me to do something I've given you the power to do. Use what you have in your hand. And lift up that rod. And as you lift up that rod, the Red Sea will part hither and thither. Can you say amen? amen. So they, they, they got through that Red Sea, I want you to understand, is, is a type of gate. Because when we look at Micah verse, uh, chapter 2, verse 13, it says the breaker has come up before them. They have broken up and have passed through the gate. See, that Red Sea is a type of gate. That Red Sea is a type of interest. And I really want to break this down. And I want you to understand that, you see, they had to go through gates in order to get to the promised land. But notice in Moses' leadership and that first generation, they got through the first gate, but they didn't get through the second gate. They wandered in the wilderness for 40 years. God only intended for them to be in the wilderness for a season. But their rebellion caused them to stay in the wilderness for a lifetime. They could not go through that second gate, Kadesh Barnea, when you read the book of Deuteronomy. 
Now, I want you to understand something. Every one of those instances, when we read about them crossing over the Red Sea, and we read about them coming into different, uh, uh, through different gates, they had a gate to pass through in order to get where God had purpose for them to go. There was always a gate. I don't care whatever you read, there's going to always be a gate, spiritually speaking, that people had to go through in order to possess what God had for them. Are you with me? This is a spiritual law. I want you to understand. Anytime God is going to take you from one place to another. And you see, we always talk about spiritual progression. Because we don't want to go another year still dealing with old issues and still dealing with old stuff. We want to progress. See, the Christian life is not about perfection. The Christian life is about progression. It's not about being perfect. So get rid of that I'm not perfect attitude. Get rid of that we all know you're not perfect. None of us are perfect. Get over yourself. But it is about progression. Touch your neighbor and say it is about progression. God doesn't intend for you to stay at the same level year after year after year talking about, well, I'm not perfect. No, God does want you to grow up. He wants you to increase in wisdom. He wants you to increase in favor. He wants you to increase in knowledge and revelation. He don't want you to stay stuck in the same old rut. So we talk about spiritual progression. I want you to understand that in order for you to flow with God, in order for God to take you to that next level, to that next dimension, that next realm, whatever lingo you use, it doesn't matter. It's the same place. There has to be a gate that you pass through. Spiritually speaking, there's going to be a gate there. Are you with me? And for you to get to that next level, you're going to have to learn how to follow the breaker. To get through that gate that he has broken through. Are you with me? So if we're going to go through gates, and again, gates are spiritually speaking. Some of you, it may be a gate of bondage. It may be a gate of lack. It may be a gate, amen. Some of you, it's a gate to enter into a new regime, a, a new ram. Some of you, you don't even realize it right now, but God's getting ready to blow your mind. Look at your expectation. This is, let me try that one more time. God is getting ready to blow your mind. This concludes our message for today. Thank you for supporting John Barton Ministries, where we